Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Marian Montero. I am here with Ruben and Michael. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. How about you, Michael and Marian? Hello, hello. It's nice to be here again. And I'm also doing great. I'm good today. Even given that the Formula One season is taking place these days, do you consider yourself a fan of this race? <laughs> Always good questions, Mariel. Uh, I'm actually not a fan at all of Formula One in the sense that I don't watch it. Uh, but I think everybody's kind of getting sucked into it. Uh, it's becoming a lot more popular again. I, I know Formula One racing had a peak probably in the in the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And then for a couple of decades there, it kind of, you know, went away in the sense that it, it you know, had it still had a major following in the European circuits. Uh, but then now it's coming back hard. This year it was in Miami uh, and it was, they did a, I guess it was really, really popular there and uh i think next year they're they're going to be racing in in chicago no in las vegas and i know uh, that's going to be exciting to see uh, so even though i don't follow it at all uh, i uh i i do I, i'm here I, it's hard to avoid it nowadays because of all the of all the news that they're getting i think they also have like a netflix netflix show that everybody loves so uh formula one definitely they're definitely coming up actually um our president, Cesar Guzman, is a big fan, big fan. And I think uh, Henry Colón, our uh, sales manager in, in the Dominican Republic, is also a big fan of Formula One. Michael, are you a fan at all of, of Formula One? So for me, F1, back in the 90s, it was a big thing. You know, I, I was still in, in, in Ecuador, where I'm originally from. And, and there was this, this driver, Michael Schumacher. And, and, and I, would, I would watch... F1 just to see him drive and and you know with with the pass of time I lost track of you know what happened to him but 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 um I can say that I like I like F1 I'm, I'm more of a rally person you know the the little cars that go around in, in dirt and and they go jumping around I, I'm I'm more inclined in that direction but I also like F1 you, you can say that <laughs> what about you Mariel? <laughs> Well, but before Mariel answers, you said that and you reminded me of this arcade game back when we were kids. That was a rally racing arcade game. And it had, I don't know if you ever played it, it had the four steering wheels. So you could have up to four players. Um, and then you would get like nitro and you press the button and you get nitro. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing that game. You know, and, and the rally games are, 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 are so great because, you know, you have the, the in Spanish it's called the wrapping. Or drifting mm -hmm. in, in English, and, right. and and you and you can do that in in dirt, and, and that's something that I like. You know, there's something about dirt and sports that I really like, just like mountain biking. <laughs> I like to be yeah. in, in the forest. You can say <laughs> the truth is that I am not a follower of F1, but I have friends 
who are a big fans of these events. What I have found most interesting about this type of race are the place where they are held. And I have found out that there are people who fly to almost the whole world to watch them live. I want to reach the level of flight one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, interesting, interesting that you mentioned this, the people that fly around the world to, to see the, the sport. The sport is very expensive. I mean, if, if anyone yes. wants to partake, I mean, we're talking about on, on the million, and the million of just to partake in, in the sport. I mean, just saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we were we were just talking about that when I mentioned Miami. Uh, it was just really, really expensive. All the tickets were were outrageously high. And uh, the people that the few people that I know that do follow the sport uh, basically said it was prohibitive, uh, the cost and they, they didn't go to Miami. Like someone, uh, friend, a close friend of mine said, I'm not going to Miami, even though his parents live here, live there. And he went to Montreal instead. So it was, he said it was a lot cheaper to buy the plane tickets, the the, all the event tickets and everything for Montreal than it, than it was to um, just buy the tickets for for Miami. So yeah, it's a very expensive event uh, series and it's growing, and which is very interesting because you were saying you you know you talked about Michael Schumacher and you know way back in the day those those guys were uh, world celebrities and nowadays it's it's becoming that way too. So, but. Having said all of that, I think I'm going to try to go to the Las Vegas event, but I don't know that I have time. I, I'm, baseball is still my, my first sport in <laughs> baseball, NBA, baseball, NBA, NFL. I, I think my slate is full if I want to, if I want to actually do some work in between. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but let's get into it. Today, I would like us to go back on memory lane to talk about this analytics inspiration. Ruben. As the developer of this idea, can you share with, with us your true process? All right, uh, this actually, yes, of course, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's, it's like a, it's a passion project and it goes back uh, many years actually. So, uh, I mean, you could, you could even say that I mentioned baseball that as a kid, uh, I probably had the the original ideas uh, of things like this and that, that we're trying to do with, with this analytics because I literally back back in the day I was I grew up in Puerto Rico. Uh, obviously there was no internet in the in the 70s or 80s or or even you know mid 90s for most people. And uh, the only way that I could get uh, my baseball fix was by the newspaper uh, or the game of the week that would come up and and uh, on the broadcast stations. But I really needed to, you know, I, I fell in love with the statistical side of baseball. And uh, I, I was able to, even in my head, start calculating out, you know, the batting averages of my, of my favorite players. And I would figure out things about, you know, their at-bats and all sorts of weird things. I mean, obviously, I was a, a geeky kid uh, growing up. And, and those, you know, when, when you start talking about things like that. But uh, so, so analytics, in a sense, uh, data, statistics, things like that, I've always uh, attracted me. Uh, having said that, I'm not very good at actually the, you know, running the statistical formulas or anything like that. I, I need people that do that for me. But, but the concepts of how to turn that data into information, from information, uh, do some analysis and, and turn that analysis into action, 
that that concept I've always understood very well. And, and I've always wondered why people don't try to make it easier for the average folks. Uh, I consider myself an average folk in that in that sense, because like I mentioned, I don't really understand statistics all that much. I was I did terrible in school uh, with with the statistical courses and trying to do statistical analysis and regression analysis and all these things. Just, you know, the concepts really make a lot of sense to me, but the actual calculations just don't don't flow. And I'm great at math in, in every other respect. So. I'm wondering, you know, why uh, uh, for many years I've been wondering why don't we just try to make this easier for the for the day-to-day uh, person? And those that have seen these analytics and Michael knows this very well because he's he's on the administrative he's been on the administrative side of of the healthcare industry uh, knows that this isn't designed for the administrator. This isn't designed for the for the CEO or the or the um, high-level C-suite executives, even though there's obviously uh, value in in it for them, but it's really meant for the day-to-day folks that are doing all the operations and how do, how do they get to see this data and this information in a way that makes sense uh, to them. So uh, obviously that's all backstory in the sense that about four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer now, but I started going to HIMSS and I started seeing some companies that were doing some of this stuff and, and it looked like they were you know, heading in the right direction. Uh, and so I, I started following him. Hims is a, is a convention that for the healthcare information uh, part, uh, or you know, I guess department of, of 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 everything about healthcare. So so I started seeing all these companies that were trying to go show statistics and show modeling and show dashboards and everything for for their users. When I started following them, you know, year after year, I'd see that they would kind of shrink a little bit in in size and and scope uh, because. Obviously, they weren't getting that much traction in the market. And what I started noticing was exactly what I think is always the flaw. And, and that is that it, all these things are great, but they're very complicated. And I think anybody who's seen a dashboard uh, for, for any of these products uh, can see it right away. You know, they start using things like graphs that are like ribbons and, um, you know, like donut hole charts. And I, I can't make sense to those. I don't know who, who can. And I'm sure they, I'm sure they're pretty powerful. I'm sure they, they do show some some good information. But you do have to be, you know, probably have a PhD or be up there in, in an educational level uh, to really understand them. And by the way, I have an MBA, so I have a master's. I should be able to understand these things, and I really don't understand them the way that they present them. Uh, it also misses something big. It, it misses the concept of the notification. It misses the fact that if you're just showing the data, then you're still waiting for the person to do, to gather information from it, to analyze it and to do actions. And I knew that that was a, that was something that most people are not going to uh, be able to, to reach, you know, if, if you don't give them, if you don't do it for them and, um, you know, slowly, but surely as a, as the years went by, everything kind of started falling into place. And then about two years ago, we, you know, I really said, okay, now, now I should, you know, let's just turn this into an actual product. Uh, that took about a year before we of, of doing any kind of traction. There were there were many pitfalls that that we fell into, uh, problems with you know getting the right programmers or or uh, you know the, the right definition of, of the problem uh, to try to to get to the solution and things like that. And those were typical of a of a startup uh, concept. And then about a year ago, 
or about yeah about a year and three months three months ago everything started clicking we got every on board and you know the product started moving and, and the development started started catching uh fire and uh it's been it's been a joy ride uh so far so um that's the inspiration mariel the the fact that things can be done a lot easier uh and many of the times it looks like these products are designed by just some statistical uh, guru that you know like me back in as a kid you know in the baseball uh, years i would i i was good enough to to take care of all those stats and understand them and all that stuff but um nowadays you know those things should be charted out really nicely and you know you should get notifications about how how the averages on your players go up and down and uh things that that really you know mean a lot more to you and you know we've come along what you know 30 years 40 years since i since i uh uh, first started doing stuff related to statistics and and yet it seems like it's everything is still retrograde to to those to days like that or to people that are just you know geniuses that you know that's all they do so this analytics is not for those people this analytics is for for the rest of us like apple used to say you know the, the analytics for the rest of us we i want people to be able to to understand that data to to turn it into information to analyze it and then of course be able to to take action uh, on it i hope you know, i answered ruben, the question <laughs> yeah you know ruben from from my side i i can give you two two uh, anecdotes right the first one will be um you know when when i first interviewed for the job uh, we talked in detail uh, about the project and 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 i really thought wow you know it's 2022 and 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 the technology is just getting here. You know, a lot of the places here in Puerto Rico, they they operate without a dashboard. They're still doing things by hand, meaning, you know, they write down what they do day by day. And, and then at the end of the month, they add up, subtract, divide, and, and you know, they call it their statistics, their statisticas. And 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 coming from, from the US, you know, where you get to see all this uh, innovation um, in, in real time, you know, I would say real time, but, you get to see this innovation and, and you get here to Puerto Rico and, and you start asking for these things and you're like, well, where's my dashboard? Where, where's all my information? And, and you know, uh, uh, I, I'm telling this, this anecdote because this is one of the reasons I, I'm, I'm very passionate about being in, in, in the team. You know, I, I really think that what we do is very meaningful for, for, uh, for all institutions. You know, I, I, I really think that Having a dashboard, it's 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 as important as having people in, in, in the floor performing the job. You know, um, without a dashboard, pretty much you are running a marathon in the dark. You know, mm -hmm. you are just you are just taking one step at a time and, and hoping for the best. With yep. a dashboard, with a dashboard, you know where you come from, you know your uh, the starting point, and you know where you're going. So in, in a way. In a way, I think it's a blessing. It's a blessing for our clients. It's a it's a blessing for the market, and 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 I hope I hope that you know for our listeners out there that, that you give us an opportunity, and, and and to get to get to see our product, you know. Uh, and just like Ruben said, um, it, it, don't don't be don't be intimidated by the technology. You know, we have developed this tool for the rest of us. You know, I'm not a, a, a data scientist or, or you know, an, an economics uh, uh, PhD, 
you know, I also have a master's and, and um, this is my second anecdote here. Um, uh, I, I'm always surveying. This is something that you didn't know, uh, Ruben, but I'm always surveying um, percentages. You know, I always trying to find out information where people have points of views about things and, and I'm trying to come up with a reasoning behind what they do, what they think, uh, what motivates people. So I'm always surveying things. Uh, that's something about my nature. But uh, once again, without a, a an, an electronic tool, a dashboard like this analytics, it, it, it becomes um, it becomes a story. It becomes a, a you know just something that I will tell you. But with this analytics, pretty much you become a scientist because you have all the numbers to back it up, and and you can you know eventually you can you can base your decisions um on you can justify you can say you know your decision based on the data on real things and and going back you know circumventing back to running a marathon in the dark um, um this analytics gives you that light to move forward you know if if you want to grow how how you're performing and and you know and and having a clear view or where you stand versus the the market yep and the the one thing that i do want to kind of emphasize from from our end and because you mentioned it a few times and i know you, i know where you're coming from because of of the administrative side that you were in but if all we do is give you a dashboard i think we've, we've made a huge mistake uh anybody can give you a dashboard uh we were we were at a customer uh the other day and you know they, they're still doing things in excel and and so then of course if, if if they jump from an Excel to a dashboard, then they're gonna be in love. Like, yeah, this is great. You know, it's a dashboard. You used a phrase that I that I think encapsulates what I want to make sure doesn't happen. You said, Where is my dashboard? I think you you asked that as you were, you know, mentioning all the things you were mentioning here. And I don't want my users thinking that. I honestly don't. I don't if if they're thinking that they have to go back to the dashboard. Uh, to to really find out what's going on, then we've missed the we've missed the the boat. I want the actions to go to them, so I don't want them looking for the dashboard. I want the dashboard to look for them, and and I know you know that in the sense that uh, the notifications, um, you know, we're setting. We're, I, I think you mentioned something where you you uh, you had mentioned to me in a in a previous experience where. Uh, some people even have to look uh, for reports by name. They they just can't find them otherwise they have to do searches and things like that then if, if they're doing that then then they're missing they're obviously missing the boat we're, we're not making it simple enough for them uh, it we would be making it complicated um, most people that are really going to take advantage of this analytics really don't have time to be looking at the dashboard or, or any of the other um, you know cool graphics that we have they, they'll probably look at that one once a week or once a month when they have to report to administration about their operations, but otherwise they're they're too busy running their operations to to have time to be looking at all those things. So you know, every time we send that we send a notification out to uh, nuclear medicine tech, letting them know that a study has been scheduled, uh, is it's time that that nuclear tech does not have to spend looking at whatever screen they have on their on their desk. They're just getting the information. They're just getting the the actionable situation that they have to deal with. Uh, that's where this analytics really shines. Uh, a lot of these other companies, 
And that's why they're, they, they're, I don't think are ever going to get the traction that they should because uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, they have incredible talent and they have incredible resources and they've done some magnificent things. Okay. I only wish that we could do, you know, a tenth of what they do, but we're not concentrating in doing what they do. We're concentrating in doing something completely different. We want the data to talk to you not you having to look for the data. So the dashboard is absolutely essential. And I understand exactly where you're coming from. I mean, it definitely, particularly with the analogy of running a marathon in the dark. I mean, it's it's exactly where, where somebody like you in the position that you were in, you would need that. But what about that tech? That tech that's sitting there in front of the MRI machine, that tech doesn't need a dashboard. That tech needs uh, actionable items that let them know you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how quick, you know, how quickly they can solve a situation that that could be uh, a negative. So uh, this analytics, I think, is more oriented towards that, that aspect. Do we do a great dashboard? Absolutely. Do we give you analytics for the rest of you? That's where we excel. Last week, we talked about perseverance and discipline in everything. Um, this analytic is an example of discipline. How inspiring everything we have heard today. Congratulations to Ruben and the whole team for the excellent application. Oh, no, no congratulations to me. I'm just the, the birth of the idea. Absolutely. Congratulations to the team. I mean, Ever, Michael, Berlin, yes. Hermes, Mariel, Emily, everybody that's working with this uh, program, Henry, etc. Everybody is really, you know, they're buying into it. I think the customers obviously, uh, that's the biggest congratulations and the biggest thank you goes out to them uh, because the entire program, 99% uh, of it, we're just putting the framework. 99% of, of the content inside of it is based on customer feedback. Whatever reports they want, whatever dashboards they want, whatever notifications they want, that's what, you know, that's what guides it and, and that's what we create. So, yeah. I'm, yes. I'm excited. <laughs> this is a wrap for today. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for joining us. See you all later. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>